Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast. My name is Steve Hutto and I want to thank you for joining me. I'm really excited about going into the Christmas season. Uh, it's always a wonderful time of the year. Hey, you know, I could write a song about that, but it's wonderful because it's the time when we celebrate the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the time when we celebrate His birth. And I always like to talk about, you know, the way He came and how He came really determines who and what He was. And this series that I'm going to begin in this session is going to be entitled, Jesus, Only Jesus. I could probably write a song about that, but somehow I think that's already been done. But my point in this series is that we want to substantiate and prove the truth that Jesus is the only way to heaven. You know, there are a lot of people, including many Christians today, that literally believe that there are other ways, there are multiple ways to get to God. A lot of people actually could care less, but there's some, again, that are Christians and some that are not, that believe that there are all kinds of ways to get to heaven or to get to God. You know, we're all God's children, so to speak, and so, you know, we're all going to just die one day and go to heaven because God is such a good God. But, you know, that's not what the Bible teaches. That's, that's really about the opposite of what the Bible teaches, and that's uh, really her heresy, I guess, and uh, it it's not good. So that's why I want to have this teaching and kind of tie it in with the fact that uh, Jesus, his birth was miraculous. It was immaculate. He was born through a virgin. All kinds of things like that that we're going to talk about. So the purpose of this, this teaching, beginning with, of course, this session, is going to, again, prove that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Now, what we're going to do in this session is I want to look at some scripture. We're just going to lay out some scripture that substantiate, that declare truthfully from the Word of God that Jesus is the only way to the Father. There's only one way. And we're going to look at some of these verses, and uh, for time's sake, I won't elaborate that much on them, but next session, we're not only going to just reiterate the Scripture that substantiates that Jesus is the only way, but we're going to answer this question, why is Jesus the only way? I mean, it's easy to say it. A person who doesn't believe that the Bible is the truth doesn't have to believe that if you say, you know, that that's what the Bible says. So what we're going to do is look at, obviously, we have to believe the Bible when it's time to know Jesus because that's the Word of God and that's how we get our faith to receive Jesus. But we're going to look at the why of why Jesus is the only way as we get on out of session one by actually looking at the way he came. Again, this is the beginning of the, the Christmas season. And you know, I say this a lot, but I know Jesus wasn't literally born on December 25th, but he was born. And that's the good news. And uh, you could split hairs, you could argue, you could debate over when he actually came. But the bottom line is that he came. And before I get started, let me just say this. There is no one that could ever debate me or argue with me or convince me that I don't have a relationship with Jesus because I know how my own life changed 
when I asked him into my heart. And you know, God wooed me, the Holy Spirit wooed me at several points of my life, and uh, I would get close and then just drift away for whatever reason. But in October of 1978, because I had chosen, chosen to push Jesus away once again, my life fell apart. <clears throat> our marriage exploded or imploded, take your pick. And uh, But a guy had been witnessing to me for eight months, and when this happened, I cried out to Jesus. Man, I was so desperate. And listen, I don't care what you think, I don't care what your theology is, but listen to me carefully. I did find Jesus. Some people say, no, you didn't find Jesus. He found you. Well, that's true. He did find me, and he found me the day I was born, probably while I was in my mother's womb. I mean, he knew of me before I was there, and he knew when I was born. He knew me. He didn't have to come looking for me. I, he found me, but that's his part. My part was, at some point, I had to find him and I had pushed him away and pushed God away until it, 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 uh, the circumstances of pushing him away just about caused our lives, Connie, my family, to fall apart. And so again, I cried out to Jesus, and it was at that time in the midst of a crisis that I did find Jesus. Why? Because I cried to him desperately. Now, why am I saying all this? I'm not really giving my testimony. Perhaps I'll do a whole series on that one day. But I'm telling you, I found Jesus because I cried out to him desperately. And again, the reason I'm sharing this is because you cannot convince me that my life didn't change. You cannot convince me that I don't have a relationship with Jesus because I do. Many people who knew me before would be just blown away to know that since October of 1978, I have been a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Man, I found Jesus. Why? Because I cried out to Him. He is real, and I had to have faith to cry out to Him, and it was the crisis as a result of my pushing God away that caused me to cry out to Him. I thank God for that. No, I would never want to go through that again but I thank God for that because it changed my life. Now I have an ongoing relationship with Jesus. He is real. He's so real. I really don't have a problem with faith in His Word because He changed my life so much. And I pray that you're that way too. So we're going to look uh, in, in the first session tonight of Jesus, only Jesus. We're going to look at some very powerful Scripture. Here's the first one. Here we go. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. We're substantiating the fact that Jesus is the only way to get to heaven. He's the only way to God. Here we go. Again, John 14, verses 1 through 6. Jesus said this, Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places, and if it were not so, I would have told you. For I go, here it is, and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How do we know where you're going? And listen to Jesus' answer in verse 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No one comes to the Father but through me. You know, the way also means a means. So Jesus said, I am the means that you get to the Father with or through. I am the truth, the way things really are. I am the life, the Zoe life, which is life that is not biological, but it's soulish and spiritual. He is spirit. So Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Again, Jesus is saying, I am the only means for mankind to reach God, to be connected with God the Father, to get to heaven, to be saved. I'm it, Jesus said, and there's no one else. And in this series, I'm going to be talking about why he is the only way. So, there's only one way to heaven. One of the first things I put on my car after I got saved back in 1978 was that tag that said, uh, I put it on the front of my car, it said, One Way Jesus. And I was so proud to put that on my, my car, and that's the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Only through Him can we get to God. And then, let's go to Acts chapter 4, verse 12. You can take write these down. Acts 4, 12. Paul says this, excuse me, Peter says this, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven, that means on the earth, that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Only one name, and that's the name that is exalted above every other name, Jesus. We'll talk a little bit about that in just a few minutes, a little bit more. Again, he said, and there's salvation. In other words, you can't be saved by anyone else, for there's no other name under heaven on the earth among men whereby we must be saved. And that's Jesus. So salvation comes only through Jesus. There are not multiple ways to get to heaven. You certainly don't get to heaven by being good. I mean, if you don't believe in Jesus that you, that's the only way to heaven, and you believe in being good, well, who are you good for? Who, who Are you good to your wife, your husband, your kids, yourself? Are you trying to be good uh, according to the law of Moses, you know, the Old Testament? You see, we aren't good. We're a fallen humanity, and Jesus makes us the righteousness of God. And again, that's part of the why, but and that's why he is the only way to heaven. So, Here's another one, Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. The angel Gabriel had appeared to Mary to announce that she was going to give birth to Jesus. Excuse me, this is the angel appearing to Joseph. This is from Matthew 1, not Luke chapter 1. Okay, that was, that was Mary. But now this is Joseph, and he's, the angel's talking about Mary. So he says, she will bear a son. In other words, he had just found out that she was pregnant. And they were engaged, and they hadn't had relations and so he got real suspicious. The angel appeared to him and says, Listen, Gabriel, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child that's been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. In other words, he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. It was a supernaturally spiritual thing. So let me pick it up again in Matthew 1.21. She, Mary, will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Now, the word Jesus, 
generally speaking, means Jehovah, who is God, who saves. That means that God was in Jesus. He didn't just send Jesus. They were one. Everything Jesus did was because God instructed him to do that. Philippians chapter 2 tells us that Jesus had laid aside all of his privileges and emptied himself and, and humbled himself into humanity. But first, he became a bondservant to his father. And he said, Father, I'm going to go down there for you, and whatever you say, I'll say. Whatever I see you do, I will do. It's not my will, he said in the Garden of Gethsemane, but yours. And everything he did, he even said it. He said, I don't do on my own initiative, but whatever I see and hear the Father doing and, and saying, that's what I do, and that's what I, I say. And so Jesus was Jehovah who saved, Emmanuel, if you will, God with us. Now, if Jesus, the Bible calls him God with us, then he is connected to God in a way like nobody ever has been connected that's ever even been born of a woman. We'll talk about that a little bit later as well in the series. And he said, for he will save his people from his sins, from their sins. So, here's another one from Acts chapter 2. 10 verse 43, where Jesus says this, excuse me, it wasn't Jesus. <laughs> the scripture says, of him, talking about Jesus, all the prophets bear witness that through his name, everyone who believes in him receives, here it is, forgiveness of sins. You know, he didn't say whoever believes in a great prophet will receive forgiveness of sins. He didn't even say whoever believes in God will uh, receive forgiveness of sins because that would have been done through the law. But God sent his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal everlasting life. And God didn't send his son, Jesus went on to say, into the world in John three seventeen to condemn the world but that the world, here it is, through him might be saved. Is there any other way to Jesus other than Jesus? No. But you don't have to believe that. Well, you're going to have to believe it if you're saved and if you want to be saved. But I'm going to help you in this series because I'm going to show you again the whys and the hows of, of the, the reason that Jesus is the only way to heaven. So forgiveness of sins, we see here, comes only through Jesus. Here's another scripture. I only have a couple of more. 1 Timothy 2.5. 1 Timothy 2.5. For there is one God and one mediator also between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. That was Jesus on the earth. Again, he came to the earth as the Son of God, to be the mediator between God and mankind. So, there's one God, one mediator, that would be Jesus Christ. He is in between God and man. He is the link, He is the bridge that causes man to reach God the Father. Remember now, in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were deceived into disobeying God, and humanity fell. They were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, Man began to eventually die. Sickness came in with the sin and eventually death. And so we've been a fallen race. Even now, 
when we're born from our mother's womb, we are born going to hell. We're born lost. We're born, born fallen with a fallen nature. But Jesus came like one of us, yet apart from sin, and he bore our sins and became the link, the way to God for, for mankind, and it's through Jesus Christ. You can only get to God through Jesus Christ. That's the only way. He is truly the Savior. Man, I hope, I, I hope I'm encouraging some Christians who kind of question that and wonder, you know, how can a loving God just send people to hell? He doesn't send people to hell. Satan deceived Adam and Eve eons ago. We're fallen people, but he's come. He has redeemed us by his blood, but he's put the ball in our court now. We can either choose Jesus or reject Jesus. So if you don't know Jesus and you end up going to hell, quite frankly, it's your fault because you've heard me, you've heard others. You know, we live in a country that's replete with the gospel message. You have to do your part in saying, Jesus... I want you. And again, it's, it's more than just going to heaven. It's about serving him and selling out to him like I did back in the year 1978. So again, one God and one mediator, that's Jesus, between God and men. And that was, uh, tells us that he is the only way to get to heaven, to get to the Father, to be saved. Jesus is the only connection. There is none other. And then the last passage of Scripture that I want to share brings us to Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. Remember, the shepherds were watching over, more than likely, some sacrificial lambs that were about a year old. They had been groomed and fed and prepared to be sacrificed lambs, and the angels appeared to them, you know. And this is uh, what the angels said, Do not be afraid, for behold... I bring you good news of a great joy, which will be for, here it is, all the people. But we got to choose him, of course. For today, verse 11, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And I'm going to wrap it up with that. Next week, we're going to pick up, we'll look at these scriptures a little bit deeper and begin explaining why Jesus is the only way. It's, it's really enough to just trust that and believe that in your heart. Be confident of that. But sometimes we need a little bit of help. We need a little bit of, of, of uh, dividing the Word of God and, and dissecting it. And, uh, you know, it's by the Word of God that we get faith anyway. And in Romans chapter 10, Paul talks about how faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of Christ and what he's talking about is the faith to be saved. So we're going to keep looking at the words of Jesus, at the word of God, who is Jesus' Father. And uh, hopefully it will help you if you are struggling, even as a Christian, with believing that Jesus is the only way. But again, I'm going to say, <laughs> He is. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father but through Jesus. Before I go, I want to pray. Let's just, let's just have a little bit of prayer, and let's just believe God, man, to, to increase our faith as we've heard the Word and, and uh, motivate us, not by might or power, but by the Spirit, to do some supernatural things for Him, to do some incredible feats for our incredible God. You know, what we do as yielded vessels unto God is not something we're doing ourselves. It's the power of of God in us. It's the power of Jesus. It's the, in, the anointing of the Holy Spirit 
upon us and in us, uh, that God moves through, uh, through us as yielded vessels. So let's pray. Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name, the name above all names, the name by which we can only be saved, the only name by which we must be saved, the name of the one who's already crushed Satan under his feet, broken the power of sin over all of us. We come to you in that name, the name above all names, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. And we thank you for the word of God that we've been able to, to declare and to hear in this session. And I ask God you would stir the hearts of your people to rise up in the name of Jesus, to sell out to Jesus, to yield to Jesus, to develop, would you develop in us a desire to glorify you as you work through us? May what you do in us and through us glorify you. It's not about us. It is about you. So may you be glorified, Father God, as we yield to you and as we cry out to you, and as we reach out to you and receive your anointing to glorify you through the works that we do and really that you do through us in these current times, which are the latest of the last days. And I thank you for that. I thank you that you're raising up people that are, are as I say, getting it. There's a great awakening taking place where people say, I see that now. I get it now. They see the signs of the times. They see the current things that are happening as lining up with the Bible, the end time prophecy that, that we're about to, well, we're already in. And they see the need to repent of sin and draw closer to Him in these last days. Thank you for stirring us up to that, Father God. And Lord, we thank you for a mighty revival in our land. We pray for our leaders you're bigger than any person. You're bigger than people we agree with. You're bigger than people we disagree with. And I thank you, Lord, that as we just put our faith in you, that you will move in a mighty way in our land, not according to our preconceived ideas, not even according to our past experiences, but according to your will for these current times. And we thank you so much, Father. Bless those who see this. Encourage those who see it and hear it, Lord and help it to spread. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, and I know we pray, so everybody said, Amen. Well, thank you so much for watching my podcast. This is Steve Hutto saying, until next time, God bless you. I love you. Bye.